Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, you fucking war criminal bitch? <laughs> I was actually, speaking of war criminals, I was just reading a tweet before we got on. Since Barbie is everything, how amazing would it have been to see her wear a mask when she entered the real world? <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Okay, since Barbie is everything? Just wanted, just wanted to put... just. <laughs> just wanted to also it's tagged you know if you hashtag barbie like the the actual pink yeah, bee yeah. logo comes up uh-huh. you know so it's it's i want to set cheap. the tone fully that's also included <laughs> but yeah it's not cheap. They, they, they paid extra for that how awesome would it be how awesome would it be how awesome would it be if a fake character wore a mask in a movie that isn't real well i guess you know if if barbie really is everything does that mean I mean, can you be everything and still like be susceptible to diseases? <laughs> I like, mean, that's a great. If I was everything, I would be kind of immune, right? Mask not necessary. Yeah, I think that's the confusion here. Is is that it was specified that it, it would be worn when entering the real world? Um, so maybe that maybe that makes it right. a difference. It doesn't to me, of course. Maybe Ken could wear the mask. Yeah, I think Ken should wear the mask because he's he's probably an irresponsible man. No, totally. Yeah, he's obviously irresponsible. Look at him, little himbo. He's coughing on the plane. Yeah, that's that's a dark dark. I mean, to have mask representation, I guess, is the the root of that. I mean, it's. I guess there could be some. I don't know. This I mean, this reminds me of the Troy Savon the Troy Savon thing where he was like, I just wasn't thinking about that. Let me tell you something. Greta Gerwig was not thinking about was was a fictional character wearing a mask in a movie. I mean, it's, let, it's, let me tell you that it's such an interesting subject to dive into because I'm aware of the pros and cons, but it's just there's there's a dark cloud over it where let me know let me know about the pros when you find it when you find because <laughs> i i can't i'm not seeing them but you let me know <laughs> well you, it's it's very easy and cut and dry when you see you know like barbie in a wheelchair or barbies yeah, yeah, of every yeah. race and and you know you you all the the representation and the inclusivity so if i'm a barbie enjoyer if I'm a certified Barbie enjoyer and my ass is got crutches on or I'm in a wheelchair and I see the wheelchair Barbie, I'm going to be like, that looks just like me. This is awesome. I'm Barbie. I'm everything. That part we can all understand. But when it's like, you know, when it's a mask, it's just it's a celebration of, of doom and darkness. And we watch content like the Barbie movie to escape that for just, you know, two fucking goddamn hours before you go back to the mines. But I, I'm also sympathetic to people out there who have quote unquote long COVID and you know, they depend on masks and you know, the Taylor Lorenz is of the world. Okay. Well, I'm not like fully black pilled on, on it. I, I do think that there are a time times and places to wear the mask when you're on an airplane and sick and you don't want to get other people sick. That's cool. But 
otherwise it it's, it should be something that we're trying to forget about that's my and go well, on with yeah, our I mean, lives that's, instead that's, of that's my whole thing speaking of things instead of i'm trying to forget about um sorry i was going off honey but things that i'm trying to forget about um nick curios pokemon full back tattoo um he's has graced the he internet saw, um <laughs> bro what's what's his <laughs> He saw Ben Affleck's uh, <laughs> beach pick and said, hold my beer. <laughs> oh, bitch, that's all you got? I mean, Kyrgios is, is such a fun tennis player to watch, and every, but everything else about him, from his love for like TJ Maxx-level Jordan gear mm-hmm. to this new Pokemon back tattoo to his influencer girlfriend who had, can't spell tennis um, if she was with a gun to her head. It's a, it's, he's, a, he's, a baffling, he's a baffling character, but this is something else man this is really something it else. takes it yeah it, do, you, it, do you agree it, 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 it takes it on to a, a different stratosphere because because curious it's sort of like you know we're willing to overlook the fact that he probably holds his spoon overhand grip instead of a, a traditional grip when he's eating <laughs> his cereal Bro, for dinner you know you know nick curious doesn't overhand grip when he and he and he definitely eats cereal for dinner because he's a big boy and he can do whatever he wants now. The, the fruity pebbles, <laughs> <laughs> fruity pebbles is going down the gullet as long as you win the U.S. Open, okay? Promise. <laughs> and then, the, the, but the, the the main thing I took away from it is like, wow, Chris and I, you, we are old. There is somebody out there who is a human specimen, a professional athlete at the top of their game, could probably you know beat both of oh, us in any anything. game of skill or strength or you name it he's going to top us at it and he is young enough to be like yeah pokemon back piece what i don't what's the well, problem you know jason they talk about mental health a lot in sports and now <laughs> i'm kind of starting to see the cracks. you can't blame cte that tennis yeah, ball hits I'm, you in the head <laughs> it's fine it'll leave a mark no, but we're not gonna have to no, get a fucking mri when this guy's telling the lines the lines judge is gonna kill him or breaking rackets or you know whatever mm-hmm. that seems fine to me that's natural kind of the spirit of competition but when you get a full pokemon back piece that's when i start to think that maybe it's time to take a little break at cedars uh, for you know, forty forty eight to seventy two, we might need to run a couple of tests. We might need see to see what's under the <laughs> under the hood. Look, the MR the MRI is really quick. We just need to run a few tests. Um, it you know it shouldn't be more than a couple hours. Uh-huh. But yeah, it it really was something. It, it it's a shocking choice, and it's not even. Uh, if you haven't seen the image yet, it's it's only line work, like the the coloring has not gone in yet oh, yeah, so this yeah. is going to be a this is going to take this is a lot I mean, he's a big guy it's a big back it's going to take a long time pause but so th- i was reading an article or i didn't read the article but i read the headline for it about tattoo tourism where people were will make long voyages yeah, to other yeah, countries yeah, yeah. sometimes and get their back piece done actually my barber kevin is in the middle of getting his entire back done in new york and he's already been out there like two or three times in the last year and like builds a whole trip around it I guess Nick is just following that trend. I don't know. I mean, Nick's, Nick's fo- following the trend. It reminds me of when our, on the last episode, because like we love Kyrgios, but we don't love him that much. You know what I mean? Like we like watching him. He's like a breath of fresh air to see a guy who's just like uh, a live wire, just doing crazy non-traditional things. But we're not, we're not geeking over him. We still are looking at him with a little bit of a, you know, he's still kind of goofy at the end of the day. We don't like seeing how Grimes spends her money, and we don't like really seeing how Nick Kyrgios spends his money. <laughs> yeah. We want to see. I want to see a guy buy a fucking 
$800,000 AP, like that's what we want to see. We don't want to see a guy who's like, no, I installed my Xbox this. in my in my cold plunge. You're like, okay, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> no, that's the, no. I mean, I think that he is just, yeah, I mean, like uh, he spends his money at like the Nike factory store yeah. on Jordan brand and then he spends <laughs> money on stuff like this. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure his, his chicks stay dripped in the finest designer that he is absolutely paying for. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, but that, and that can get pricey. She, she yeah, has 11 of the world's ugliest Goyard bags. You didn't even know they made them <laughs> yeah, and she's she, got all of them. <laughs> she got every flavor. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting She probably twist. matches the Balenci with the, with the Wang too. Oh, you you already know. You already know. But I gotten a little <laughs> um I gotten a little um not trouble, but I, I I read a story uh today in in Grub Street or one of those fucking whatever food things mm-hmm. and it said Sando in the headline. Check out the them jeans Grub Street diet a couple years ago. Sorry. Yeah, so you're the Sando. You can't say Sando. You can't type it and you can't say it. The word is sandwich and we need to kind of make a stand on this. Would you agree with Who's me? Who's allowed to say it? Is any no is one. any I, I agree with you. I nobody should be able to. What if you're wearing overalls at the time? What if you're an Australian <laughs> chick wearing overalls? Can you say I mean, Sando then? I feel I like it's got you gotta give us something. I guess if you're this bad This is a negotiation, Chris. I guess if you're bad, like sure. But like it's really it's just not when you, oh, when you say if you're bad as in like are you hot enough are you hot enough to <laughs> say you mean Sando? like bad at cooking no 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 i just i, I guess <laughs> i guess what i'm saying is i guess what i'm saying is that it's been it's been normalized the same way res i don't say res i say fucking reservation res kills me <laughs> oh i just got a res like you sound like an asshole what about two top you like saying two top i i don't i mean i say that when i'm trying to joke with my restaurateur friends Sure, uh, but I would never sure, say sure. that in in earnest. In earnest, but yeah, okay. We got a Sando is fucking crazy. Like talking about a katsu Sando, and you're a forty year old man. Mm-hmm. Like it's like wearing your backpack on the front. <laughs> there, I can't put into words how it makes me feel. I understand your frustration, <laughs> and it, but I, I, I feel okay, like Jason, there is a. I hate to say this to you, bro, but this is a podcast. This is a podcast, so you kind of got to put it into words. I know that I got to, and I know that I'll get there, but I th- I feel like I need some more like time. I need some more philosophical, you know, introspective journeying into my mind to get to the root of why exactly this irks me. Um, because it it, it uh, at at face value it seems pretty non offensive, but the the more you let it linger, it kind of begins festering. And it, it makes you feel uneasy mm-hmm. as to the person who says it. And to me, the the first inherent quality is laziness. Sure, because it's like sandwich is so close. <laughs> I can touch it. it. No, it is. Sandwich is very close. Sandwich is within reach, but you choose. You know, sando and sandwich. Sando and sandwich both have. Two syllables, right? Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's it's the same word. That's what makes it even more troubling is that you're choosing to say Sando because you think it's cooler and better. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. At least with reservation, it is short. Short. Well, I don't know if they think it's cooler and better. They might. They might. What if they just simply think that it's a cuter, fun? That's worse. Way to say it. I'm not trying to be cute and fun. I'm trying to say <laughs> what I want for lunch. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? This ain't a time to be cute. This isn't a kid's birthday party. <laughs> I'm trying to get 
uh, a watermelon radish and avocado <laughs> tahini sprout sandwich. This is no time to be fucking cute. And I want to have my Snoopy Furukake on top of it with my Yuzu lemonade. This is not fucking cute time. Exactly. It's not cute time. If I've waited in line for an hour and a half at a sandwich place on fucking Silver Lake <laughs> Boulevard, I'm fucking, I'm going to be, I'm going to be <laughs> upset and I'm going to want my sandwich and my tum tum. <laughs> It's uh, it's dude it's it's uh, we're crumbling out here. It's it's honestly I'm every every day is a struggle. Every single day is a struggle and I'm just excited that you and I get to get to hit the road. We get to go to Toronto. Um we'll see you guys Friday at the Great Hall. There's a few tickets left. We announced Copenhagen, Copenhagen officially on sale. You can find the link mm-hmm. on both of our our Instagrams, our our Twitters uh August 8th in Copenhagen. Available on Ticketmaster. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ticketmaster.dk. Um London you already know 4th and 5th. Like there's a couple tickets left for the 5th, I think, so you need to get those. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to see Drake tonight. Oh big. Um I'm going to see it's all a bl- it's all a blur. Thank you to my OVO family for for setting setting me up. Final night at MSG, so I'll have a full review of the flying sperm and the Virgil statue. Uh, don't worry, I'm doing the work, so you don't have to. Thank you. So so OVO squad put put you down on the guest list. Yeah, yeah. Chris Black Ting plus one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oliver was nice enough to sort me out. It's a Chris Ting. It's a, it's a Chris Ting. <laughs> there is a question at hand, though, Chris. You know this, right? Mm-mm. The, the the politics of the guest list. I know that there's you know there's DJ pits, there's cer- special areas where certain folks get to go into and certain folks don't get to go into, and it has nothing to do with safe spaces or inclusivity. It's just a status symbol thing. Are you going to be in there rubbing elbows with the Zach Bias and the Lil Yachty's of the world? It's a great question. Or are you going to be it's... in GA with some Foot Locker workers? I'm not going to. I don't. I don't think I'll be in GA with the Foot Lockers. But I've been disappointed before, so I don't like mm-hmm. to rule it out. Um, and I would. I, I mean, I've been to several Drake shows, and that has not been the situation. But you never know. Now that they got five thousand people working for Luna Luna, five thousand people working for Dream Crew, the tickets are drying up. You know, with all these mm. projects in the works, I might I might have gone lower down on the pecking order because of you know new hires. Got it. So this is just like when um, I'm going to get my Delta first class upgrade versus when you're going to get it. Exactly. It's just yeah, I'm it, getting bumped. I'm 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 not I'm not looking good to begin with, and then when everyone starts checking into that uh, six a.m. the JFK it turns out I'm going just, I'm going down on the list instead up. Wouldn't you know it? Keep going down. Um. All right, we have a guest today. <laughs> I, I think we have a guest today. Um. I until she's I, a I, slippery I, little one, isn't she? She's. I mean, look, she's in demand. She's got the hottest book of the summer. Um. Emma Klein is our guest today. She's uh been scheduled on the show probably five times in the last year and a half. Um. But you you know her her breakout hit the uh, the girls uh 2016 followed by the short story collection Daddy. Uh. The guest um is is uh the new one mm-hmm. and it's great and everybody's read it and, and all the hotties have it in mykonos and you know modena and all the other places <laughs> they're going this summer hopefully we'll see we'll see kendall jenner on the yacht with it mm-hmm. you know maybe Haley bieber tucks it under her arm while she sneaks into her, her fitness studio you never know yeah i read it in europe two months ago so it's a little bit different i mean i don't want to be that person <laughs> yeah. but yeah let's just find out what what uh why she's been avoiding us i think that's the first question I. all have. right let's give her a call 
<laughs> I am a perfect timing. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Is there a way that I can make it so if someone calls me, it won't interrupt? You get that many calls, Emma? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, I, I know you're in demand. I'm sure there's some rights being sold, but I, I just... <laughs> She's <you know>. rolling. <laughs> how, how, how are you? Where do you join us from? Los Angeles? Uh, LA, yeah. LA. Are you guys both in LA? Uh, I'm in New York. I'm in Glendale, but... Well, Chris is in New York right now, but I'm, I'm in Glendale right now. Nice. Yeah, you can't tell by my jail-like surroundings, but you guys are bathed in natural light where I'm rotting away. <laughs> In these dim, in the dim glow of a flos floor lamp over here, it's not as bad as it seems. It's not as bad as it yeah. seems. Yeah, I mean, basement hotels are. T I mean, sorry, basement apartments are tough, Chris. You kind of. I know. I just. You would think. I just like going down instead of up. I don't know. It's weird. It just feels more. <laughs> it feels more comfortable to me. It feels more comfortable to me. So Emma, we. I had so many questions for you back when you were originally scheduled to be on the podcast, but I've forgotten them all. The waves of. <laughs> 
the waves of time i don't even remember what the fucking book is about you know i know that people are weird on the ending but can you could you tell us how it ends yeah i mean that's what's so weird about writing and publishing a book is i actually finished the book you know two years ago a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. by the time it comes out you know you're so alienated from it people are like what what about this character and you're like the fuck is that <laughs> who the fuck is that i wrote that shit before covid dog what are you talking about I'm, I'm on vacation leave me alone is so is the um i guess that's i, I guess that is a good question because this is something that like uh, it's a long process obviously so you're pretty deeply involved in this whole thing but when you when you close the book no pun intended and you know you turn it in and they're like all right the edits are done we're good to go this is the date you just you forget it. You flush it down the toilet. You're on to the next one. Yeah, over a year ago is when everything was kind of all edits were in. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah, you they have their publicity schedule, so you're you're involved in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your mind is just elsewhere, and you're on right. it. Once you finish your book, goes into the queue, like all the planes taken off, and yeah, and there's there's a schedule already locked in, and you're hopping in when you hop in. Yeah, but she gets to you. Get you got to. I'm sure you got to chat with Kathy Lee and Hoda. You know what I mean. The press was good. It seemed like I didn't get to chat with Kathy Lee, and Hoda. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, something to think. Something to think about for next time. If okay, you, you so know. Uh, Emma's beasting in the underground, though. I'm sure you did a couple spirited talks at some local bookstores in Portland or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I think the the modern book tour is not. It's not that great. I think they're trying to figure out how to do them. Okay. And they don't really know how. They seem like a money loser, not a money maker, right? <laughs> I, I would not go to a book event myself. Oh, come on. You don't wanna you don't wanna <laughs> head down to McNally Jackson at the seaport when it's 120 outside? Come on now. I'm really baffled by live podcast events. Can you guys like it was, it was great great chatting with <laughs> We're you? Done. So the book's called The Guest. It's Thanks, out now. Emma. Really <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. You can get the book on your fucking Kindle. Okay, so I I understand what you're saying, but some people like yeah. when you go to a live thing, it's like stand up comedy, a band or a musician, theater, a performance like that. And that's kind of about it. So people are still to this day like so you guys just go on stage and just talk to each other and mm-hmm. people pay money for that. And I say, yes, they do, but I think half of it is that and half of it is like we're all in this parasocial community of listeners who are like secretly in the, in the zone in, in our little brains and mm-hmm. they just want to see other versions of them rub elbows with like-minded individuals like that. So luckily, it, it kind of turns into like a how long on convention. That makes sense. That we also perform at. You know I, mean, I mean, that's kind of what book events are too, though. I mean, it's like people get together. They all love the book. They want to hear you read or whatever, but they also want to like be around each yeah. other. Yeah, ours is a little more improvised, though. We don't rely on reading our own book that we read and there, or teleprompters <laughs> or anything like that we gotta tap dance you know gotta, what i mean we just gotta we just kind of let it go crazy you know and they, that they really being said that. i don't know how to write a book at all so you know <laughs> yeah the door it takes all ways. kinds <laughs> entertainment goes both ways but yeah i mean a lot of people are baffled by live podcast events and i uh i also understand that but i've been to a few that aren't our own um and I think some work really well and and some don't. And I think that part of it is just kind of like what the goal is. Like, are you trying to replicate the podcast exactly? Or are you trying to like do something that's kind of 
built for the stage, let's say, <laughs> which yeah. I'd like to think we do a little bit just because we know it's What's different. an example of something built for the stage? Magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw our, I saw our friends do one like they, they have a podcast called uh, Sup and it's like about like Bravo stuff and they do an incredible job of like bringing stuff up on the there's like a screen and it's like it's you know they just really move through it and it's like interactive where like you can't do that on a podcast obviously because it's like audio so it felt like a nice it felt like the right thing for them to do in that setting also people i've found like to see your facial expressions while you're saying all these things that they're used to hearing mm-hmm. you say for you know hundreds of hours in your in your airpods it's nice to see you know, like I'm seeing your facial expressions for the first time over Zoom and wow, it changes everything. You know what I mean? I'm blown away. Can you read a passage for us just real quick? I've dog-eared a couple things I'd love to hear from you if you don't mind. Um, no, I think that, yeah, people do like that. People want to see if I'm smiling or frowning, you know, when I'm making fun of Jason. They kind of want to know what that what that looks like. They want an authentic okay. experience. So. Physical comedy. Physical concert. Do you like going to concerts and like shows and stuff, or are you not like anything? No, maybe this is just my aversion to going to any kind of a event. So you're a writer. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Hermitville. So, okay. Well, maybe I also don't listen to a lot of podcasts. You do or you don't? I do not. Okay. Books on tape? No books on tape either. Okay. Do you spend a lot of solo time? Mucho solo time. Mucho solo time. <laughs> and, and while okay. you're doing your solo time, you don't have your headphones in and and you're not like living a separate life or you're just kind of going around. No, the only podcast I've ever really listened to is these like union analysts. Union analysts. Talk about people's dreams. That's the only like the, I, I have limited exposure to podcasts. Okay. I that's think. okay. That's partially why I've been avoiding you guys. Because I was like, what is the podcast? I don't want to do it. I'm nervous. <laughs> like, I don't get it. What is a podcast? I don't want to do it. Well, you you did say yes. I do. I will do it. I know. I know. <laughs> do you have a hard time saying no to this kind of stuff? Yeah. Maybe I... I should listen to some and familiarize myself with the. I wouldn't say that. I mean, you don't. You should not do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> I, I, we, we like the fact that you don't listen to podcasts at all. It makes you unique and interesting compared to everyone else in the world. <laughs> You're sort of like a, a relic preserved mm-hmm. through through millennia in in amber, like on Jurassic Park. You know, like. We want to study how your how your brain works. I'm still I, I'd like yeah, like so if you're in the in like walking down the streets of New York, you're taking in the sights and sounds. Like you you don't you're not listening I mean, to I would listen to music. Okay. So you're li- you got the dead in the AirPods. Or you I'd know? Uh, talk like on the phone. I like I have six brothers and sisters, so it's like an ongoing. Okay, you know, Emma, this is a great que- this is a great question. Women love to roll calls while they walk, and it's it's a true. <laughs> it's a fact across the board. I don't mean to generalize. Is of that course. a question or is that a, uh, a? No, I just I want to know if Emma notices this among her friends and peers because I notice this in my life, especially in New York, 
walking to and fr- in the morning when there's like people commuting, it's often women with dogs on the phone mm-hmm. talking to like their mom or like their best friend. I hadn't noticed a gender specific. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I have element to that, but I do. I will. I will make a call if I'm going on a walk. Ladies do be rolling calls. I think <laughs> because like the thought, like Chris and I are, are the same, and we're, we could be exceptions compared to most people, but. The thought of me like getting in my car and calling a friend or a family member to just chat is insanity to me. You wouldn't do that. I don't need any. No, I not, call not for business purposes because I want to get answers. The catch up call. I have like <laughs> one. I honestly I have one friend, like a very old, my friend Ezra, a very old friend. And we do that maybe once a quarter, but that <laughs> he's an exclusive. I don't even talk to my own, I don't even talk to my own mother. We text. Dang. So Chris does four calls a year <laughs> that aren't, and I'm probably about the same. That aren't business related. <laughs> that aren't business related. Yeah. I'm like at least two hours of calls a day. <laughs> That's my podcast time, guys. It's a live podcast with friends. Mm-hmm conversation two hours okay but that's an unpaid opportunity <laughs> you can't put any ads on that phone call can you yeah, no ads how many tickets are you gonna sell when you when you're gonna call your sister at 11 <laughs> 30 not, not actually that's the weird thing people probably would buy that people would pay all right so you have you have six siblings you said six siblings so it's like just just keeping even in mild touch with that many mm-hmm. people and knowing what's going on in their lives. It's like, it's a big time commitment. Yeah, which is why I would avoid that. I would remove that out of my life. <laughs> I would like to rank the siblings from from favorite to least favorite, if you don't mind, just based on phone etiquette. And yours as well. How much are you your favorite? Oh, man. Okay, the siblings. <laughs> oh, it's always shifting. It's always shifting. They're all yeah. interesting, weirdo. It's an ecosystem. Any of them in jail right now? Just let's do some big no. cuts. Okay. No, but we've had a felony charge in the family. <laughs> some fel- some light arson. <laughs> fireworks. It was fireworks. That is light. That is actually light. Ar- that's actually light arson. That That's the definition yeah, of light it's arson. It's called being drunk on 4th of July. Uh, what could I Okay. Say? Okay. Great Northern California. And this like, wasn't you, just to be clear. It was not me. Okay. Uh, I, but I think their names are important. I'll just throw the names out so you can get a please, sense. Please, please. So, okay. Ramsey, my older brother, Oof. Emma, Hillary, Megan, Elsie, Mamie, Henry. Hold on. You said Northern California, not Mississippi? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm sorry. Mamie Klein? Mamie can you? Yeah, can, I need. I need. Does some, she churn butter for a living? Yeah. Can you clarify the spelling on that? M a y m e. M a y m e. Now, are your parents from down south? My parents are not from down south. They, I don't know. They're both from really big families. My mom had seven kids in ten years. That's our like age. Okay. Range. Okay. So who? So we're all. I'm guessing you're the most successful, but. Is there, but is there, or is it a comp? Is it a competition? Do we have a, do we have a sibling that's kind of coming for your crown? Mamie's at Goldman Sachs right now. <laughs> Mamie works at a biomedical engineering lab in Ireland. Okay, all right. <laughs> Ramsey, Ramsey runs a small casino in a rural town in Nevada. <laughs> Hold on. What's Ramsey looking like? Because I was picturing like a kind of broad water polo player, but now I'm thrown off. No, Ramsey, no, not a water polo player. He was, he did work at SpaceX and then he quit to open this 
casino. What a pipeline. What a what a curveball career path. <laughs> and when you say a small casino, how small are we talking, honey? Yeah. It's like small. <laughs> you know, I've never actually seen it in person. I keep meaning to go. I've been to this town once before. It's called Tonopah. <laughs> Uh, it's really famous. For- I've been meaning to come by. <laughs> I've been I've been dying to try and get down there, Ramsey. It's just been. <laughs> I really want to come to this rural Nevada town. <laughs> it's halfway between Reno and Vegas. Okay. Okay. Uh, the most like famous <laughs> resident of Tonopah was like Catman. Do you remember Catman? He like had he had his face surgically altered to look like a cat. We had Cat Power on the podcast a while ago. That was cool. Uh, sure did. Yeah, we did. No, no, I'm I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with Catman. Like not personally, I'm not but familiar. I'm I know you the know man. Of I know Catman. I I know of Catman, but I'm more interested in the kind of the inner workings. He has of the Wikipedia a, saved. A small casino. I didn't know casinos were like independent businesses. Oh yeah. You know, I have I think I've seen a picture of it once. I think it's like a one room like. Not that big. It's like it's like a twelve seat omakase kind of vibe, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a um, highly depressing situation, but no shit. Does he? Does he? Hold on. Does he married kids? Or I'm guessing no. I think it's uh, the dating scene in Tonopah is a little. Uh, you telling me Ramsey's single? <laughs> Touch drive, brother. Touch drive. Touch drive, brother. Not a lot of hotties okay. stopping through for the night. No, although I guess like it's on the way to Burning Man, so like he could get lucky. Okay, that section of like August is like madness and Tonopah. Yeah, he could he could bag him a wife that works at Slack HQ. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That, that that's great. That's great, great stuff. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Ramsey has chosen his own path. Let's say, yes. Um, are your parents proud of him because he's self sufficient, or are they a little worried because it's it's a little you know whatever weird. No, my, I mean, my parents are weird, mm-hmm. extremely weird. They're like libertarian, you know, preppers, light preppers. Okay. Are they in like rural Northern California? Sonoma County. Sonoma County? Yeah. Okay, okay. And then I yeah. have a sister who's married to a, like a rodeo cowboy. Okay. It, okay. Save a horse. Uh, okay. So she's married. So she's the <laughs> wife of a rodeo cowboy. She's the wife of a rodeo cowboy. Does she fear for his safety? Do you think that like grips her from time to time? Or do you think she's comfortable with his choice? No, I fear for his safety. Uh, they have a little three-year-old kiddo who rides ponies alone, which seems really unsafe to me. <laughs> Oh, when you say alone how alone are we talking <laughs> like there are adults around but okay is like holding the horse i'm just i'm just picturing a three-year-old waking up in the morning putting the boots and the spurs and the hat on alone <laughs> Your parents are still asleep and just gets on a pony and does about an hour every morning it's not like that there's parents around and he, stuff. he's like he ropes things <laughs> dogs people <laughs> if he sees you yeah. If he sees you, yeah. he's liable to lasso you, is what you're saying. <laughs> he really is. So you're the most normal one, and you're pretty fucked up. You're the most normal one of the Klein clan. You're a twisted ass. Do they ever call it the Klein clan, by the way? Klein clan, yeah, we've heard that. Okay. Well, they're libertarian after all, so. <laughs> the only uh, vehicle that would fit us all was like a church van you know those like 15 passenger <laughs> like we had a gold van and it it was just it 
humiliated me. Sure. In my childhood. <laughs> sure. around in this again. Sure. Okay, so at, at what age did you escape and go off onto your own? Um, I went to college on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, when I was 17 or whatever. Okay. At the normal college age. Mm-hmm. So, Vassar, where are we going? What's what's the move? Uh, I went to Middlebury, but just for a little while. Then I transferred to Reed College. I don't know these places. Jason, these are these are upper crust, extremely liberal universities, <laughs> private <laughs> private universities in the Northeast. Um, it breeds a certain okay. kind of person, I would say. Wouldn't you agree, Emma? <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah. You think you're better than me, Klein? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. She's like, Look I'm at actu- that microphone. actually, yes, I am better than you. What? Uh, all right. So why did you transfer? Were you just had enough? Middlebury was a little square, man. It was a little square. <laughs> Their football team sucked. So I had to get out of there. <laughs> it was. A- you wanted to see people and life and, and it wasn't filling up your your fun tank maybe i'd never encountered a certain kind of east coast like prep school environment and mm-hmm. a lot of the people at middlebury that was that was the vibe a little bit and so i was like okay i'll transfer to reed college it's like more kooky let your hair down a little bit over there <laughs> yeah a little more hack to sack which part of vermont is reed located reed in? is portland oregon oh, oh oh i'm sorry i thought it was in i thought i i truly thought it was east coast i didn't realize it was portland oregon yeah the per i transferred with my like boyfriend at the time who instantly became addicted to heroin like upon moving to portland so it just, just happened really like middlebury was too square and then it was like read read really uh the hammer you maybe overcorrected a little bit maybe yeah, perhaps. So he traded traded in the sweater vest yeah. for the needle. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is he okay now? We don't know. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions Speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 Per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. 
The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland who are putting modern spins on Korean classics. Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods and you did. <laughs> Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. Hey, no, I don't know. Actually, the weirdest thing, like, do you guys know Jason Molina? Yeah, of course. Jason Momoa? <laughs> Jason Molina. What's it called? What's it called? Something record company? Uh, Magnolia Electric Company. Magnolia. Magnolia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've gone and, like, seen him in concert, and it was one of these weird nights of my life where I didn't quite know what had happened. Like, the combination of pharmaceutical drugs that we were on and alcohol. I was like, what happened that night? Like... I just remember coming to, and I was like backstage, it was like two in the morning and this boyfriend was gone mm -hmm. and I had no idea what had happened in between. And then I recently was like Googling Jason Molina, like YouTube concert footage. And I found footage of that concert that we were at and I found a fucking video of my boyfriend at the time climbing onto the stage in a fucking like drug adult state uh -huh. and like bowing to jason molina and like trying to like maybe sing a song like something horrible i was like oh this is so bizarre like this. so it was like when people rush the stage at a morrissey concert except this was a songs ohio yes. kind of like folky <laughs> yeah, americana yeah, yeah. like yeah. indie thing exactly and yes. he's moving slow on account of the heroin so it's not uh yeah. it's not a blitzkrieg it was just like that rare instance where the internet actually delivers like part of your <laughs> memory back to you in a way that you never thought yeah, I don't know. It was just like an incredible uh, moment for me. The The first thing about what you said, a combination of alcohol and prescription pills, reminded me about one of the questions I had was, in The Guest, there's a lot of uh, scenes where the, the main character is rifling through medicine cabinets in various people's bathrooms. Something that Chris and I have done before, I'm sure many a time, on account of lichen pills. But I saw it so many times where it led me to believe that this is something that you may have done before in your life as well. No. no. You're a rummager? You're a rooter? Or you're a buyer? No, I would never. Never, never, never. <laughs> I, I know you're like lying. Lie. <laughs> um, you're definitely lying, but I think that... You don't even take a peek at someone's medicine cabinet? Not going to steal anything, but just have a look like, oh, that's the soap you use? That's weird. <laughs> Nothing like that? Yeah, you always do, right? Yeah. I look at, I, I I mean, I'll do it today and I can't take pills, but I want to know. I definitely want to know what kind of creams, you know, people are using. Like, this house is pretty nice, but these creams are from fucking Walgreens. I thought you had money. You know, yeah, you're cream, you're cream poor. It makes me wonder 
Because like whenever that happens to me, I look at all the medicine bottles, but then you know how certain medications, the names are really long and they have like Z's and X's in them. And that leads you to believe that these are sort of like mental health, like schizophrenic type of medications. Mm-hmm. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, I mustn't, I mustn't disturb those. You know, like that person really needs it. Do you ever think I should Google what that is? Do you try and remember it so you could Google it? Oh, I, I, I'll do a pill ID. If it, if there's a chance that it could get you high in a good way, I will I'll give it a look. But sometimes it's just it's a name where you're like this is for like something this is not recreational whatsoever, and this person needs it. No, not recreational. Okay, so you don't do pills anymore, is what you're saying? No. <laughs> oh well sometimes i mean i feel like you're probably prescribed several you're a tough things to crack i like this you know i'm sure you prescribe several things just based on my few interactions with you um we all are sometimes just a little something to get to sleep at the end of the night you know what i mean mommy's little helper yeah mommy's little okay helper. so you're not using you're not using flour Instead of the pills? I can't talk about... This is the, the evils of podcasts. Okay. I don't want to talk about my drug use. Okay, that's fine. All don't right, if you, if, you don't smoke weed, if you don't smoke weed, you're a loser. That's fine, bro. Do you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you, whatever you got to tell yourself, bro. That's why you're not getting invited to Burning Man. <laughs> Emma, how much time do you spend on social media? Um, I don't know. I've just started this thing where I muted everyone on Instagram. When you say everyone, okay, okay, okay. everyone. It's kind of, I feel like it's the only way. Every time I go on there, there's nothing new to see. So if you if you follow 500 people and you muted all of them, is your feed just blank? Like I mute the stories. There's nothing like new to see. Oh, okay, this is okay. this is very interesting. I've never heard of this style before. So you only want to see grid, basically. Yeah, and I, I just want to like if I go on there, my brain is like, there's nothing. That, I don't see anyone. So you're not a Twitter user or an X user, I should say. No. Okay, that's too bad. Um, we're trying to find a, a through line here, but you are living. You, I mean, you, you're not living a luddite lifestyle. Because you live in Los Angeles and you're doing a podcast Actually, right now, but how old is your laptop? Uh, I don't know why. Because it's, it, it's you seem like the kind of person who would have a laptop from 2013. You're like, it still works. I don't care. No, I do have a phone. <laughs> I don't know. Turn the camera. No, turn turn the phone around. Turn the phone around. Show us the back, the camera. You have an iPhone. Okay, guys, just FYI, she's showing you the phone. I don't think they even give this away for free at T-Mobile <laughs> anymore with a contract. <laughs> What I do is I go into the phone store and I ask if they have anything used I can <laughs> buy. What? Okay, so do you do you live in a van down by the river? <laughs> no. No. Did, I don't. did you invest all your money in crypto and it went down the tubes? Or are you just? <laughs> you, I don't. You don't want to have. Like, do you feel weird owning the newest, fanciest gadget? The tech stuff it just doesn't like ping any part of my pleasure so i'm just like, well, well then what does knitting knitting car driving I, know, I started um running for the first time in my life okay how's it going i did a couch to 5k yeah i'm familiar with that that process <laughs> i'm such a lazy bitch that everyone is in my life is shocked that i have started running but i have and it feels kind of good annoyingly why is that annoying exercise is 
feels great. Is it annoying because that's like contradictory to your normal operating system? I think it's just something everyone has always talked about exercise (laughs) and I've just uh, lost (laughs) over it or something. Come crawl. You came crawling back to exercise with your tail between your legs, admitting defeat. Yeah. That running is nice. Yeah, running feels good. It does feel good. Did you go to like the running store? Smoke a nice little spleef right after? Oh, yeah. And and buy, like, did you go to the running store and like buy all the gear? I would love to see you getting fitted for a running shoe. What gear? I think that's why I like it because there's no gear. I'm using like, it's like my running shorts from high school still. It's like all my fucking, you know, American. (laughs) What shoes? <laughs> what shoes do you wear to run in? Okay, actually, this is um, somebody gave me a pair of running shoes for my birthday, which is such a weird present to get from a friend, not a family member or anyone close to me. They're just like, hey, yeah. girl, what's your shoe size? And I was like, eight. <laughs> and then these shoes like arrived at my house. They're nothing I would have ever purchased for myself, but they're kind of awesome. They're like Nike. I don't know. They, they're really thick sold. Okay. Is there a chance that your friend got you these shoes in an attempt to motivate you into running? I don't know what their reasoning was. I think it's because I live by the reservoir in Silver Lake and they are always walking Mm. or running the reservoir. And they were like, you got to, experience what i'm experiencing and and so they always run by your house around the reservoir and then they see you in the window peering at them through the blinds <laughs> eating chips and they're like we gotta yeah. get emma out here get a little sun yeah i mean you do, but you look like you're in healthy good shape though thanks guys are you got you, it yeah well some some people are just blessed jason they don't have to try like us. you're not my 600 pound author you you look <laughs> Like you've been running your whole life, okay? You look like a natural athlete. So you're you're saying that? So are you timing yourself or using any apps or anything? You're just going out and doing no, it? No, no. <laughs> I started running. My friend and I we did we downloaded an app. It's the first app I've ever paid for in my life. It was like five bucks. It was the Couch to Five K app, and like choose. Mm-hmm. Which cartoon character is going to be like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it your all today, or whatever. <laughs> and then you know, it's just like jog, walk. I don't know. <laughs> it feels good. I really like it. You paid five dollars, so your phone goes jog. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I really. Do. And it works. Okay, okay. So you're giving in. You're letting love and technology enter your life in in controlled ways that. Yeah. seem to be working out so far five dollars seems like money well spent to be able to yeah. go from the couch to doing a 5k i'm impressed yeah. how many days a week are we hitting the trails three three days a week okay and do, is this your accountability partner always with you or are you able to do it solo i've done it solo a few times like when i was on book tour i like went running in like wales or whatever <laughs> and then actually it was also great i was like this is it's a nice it's a nice new thing in my life. Okay, what's next? What do you mean, what's next? Well, there's like fitness and gadgets and things. Like, I don't think you're going to get an Apple Watch and start tracking your heart rate or anything like that when you run. But, you know, like these things tend to snowball. And, you know, in a year mm-hmm. from now, you, like I have a sauna in my in my office. Like you could have, you know, th- there's a there's a chance where you become obsessed with fitness a little bit. I don't think there's a chance that I'll be <laughs> 
That's what's better. I think what will most likely happen, unfortunately. What if you have a health scare? I'll just stop doing it suddenly. Like I'll, <laughs> you know, it'll just peter out. Mm -hmm. That's what's likely going to happen. Well, I'm happy to be your accountability partner as well. And I think there's something to be said about, you know, you kind of just got to do it every day. Like we get up, yeah. I get up every day and I do it. And it's the one thing I do every day. Every day? Yeah, every day. Yeah, every He's day. sober. So, you know, he has to do it. It's his Yeah, I have nothing else. I have nothing else to do. Hmm. I'm just going to go. I'll go to your house, knock on the door and yell jog. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, three days a week. Where, where else did you go on your book tour? I didn't realize that you went to like some far flung areas. Wales, yeah. It turns out Wales is like a book crazy uh, place. There was a festival I went to there called the Hay Festival, and it's just like for for authors. And oh, but that was a but that was a fun scene. <laughs> People were camped out by the side of the road. <laughs> it was just the weirdest shit. I've ever hold on, seen. hold on. So you're saying in oh, if we go to Wales, they got Burning Man for books out there? Is what you're they saying? They got Burning Man books like everyone's like sprawled on each other on like you know their blankets like reading it's so <laughs> bizarre okay so this is the olympics for books this is yeah. this is the glastonbury of reading yeah. and i like books but i was like get a life <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're like, you're, you, I bought my house because of you people, but get a fucking life. <laughs> uh, Please, come on, take a shower. Okay, so on, on, at the Hay Festival, where every author goes, you know, to prove themselves at the top of the food chain, where do you, where did you rank on that? Cause I'm thinking of this as like a Coachella lineup. Yeah. Where, where, where was Emma Klein on that, on that bill? I probably, I was not like the big, t okay, the big, Give, give us the headliners. Experience at the Hay Festival was Dua Lipa. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite writers of all time. Her newsletter is mind-blowing. Dua Lipa has never read a book. So which author did, did she interview? Douglas Stewart, who's really nice. Okay. Um, but that was like the big, the big time. Okay, yeah. Uh, How much do you think this... Okay, so this festival paid pop star celebrity Dua Lipa to come interview like do they need to do that to sell tickets she could have done it for just... free as like a pr thing yeah it almost i can't imagine they paid her very much i think it might have been out of you know her love of books okay they yeah. at least paid for the they at least paid for the flight the private flight from london yeah. to wales but yeah sure <laughs> yeah so when you're on the you're wearing the book tour are you solo dolo just you and your and you and your uh globetrotter trunk on the plane <laughs> or are you bringing a friend or you know what i mean a publicist or what's intern the i bring like uh either like i went on a big ass like month-long uh, international book tour for my first novel, The Girls, and my little sister came with me the whole time. That's cool. Which was awesome. Okay, so did she turn into kind of, you know, did she know your Starbucks order at the end, or did you kind of try to keep <laughs> it above board? Uh, she did. She had a great time because she would go out and, like, see all these different countries and cities during the day when I was, like, stuck in a hotel room doing interviews all day. Right. Um, her big job was like, every night she would find us where we were going to go have dinner. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. So you're like, I'm going to watch Diners, Drivers, and Dives in the hotel for five hours. You go out and go to a fucking museum or some bullshit. So you, so you don't mind. You could do it solo, but you prefer to bring someone with you. Oh, it's so much better with someone. It's not fun at all. Oh, I, solo sounds solo sounds pretty good to me. Oh, the like depression. The hotel room depression is so 
acute for me. Do you get depressed in a hotel? Emma Emma's acting like she's staying in the Holiday <laughs> Inn in Wales. Like, come on now. Like, we know the hotels ain't that depressing. Okay. That hotel was good. The London hotel was pretty brutal. It was like being inside of an iPad or something. Like, it was one of these hotels where they're like, we should have a QR code to operate the elevator. And you're like, hey, what? For what purpose? No, there's no, like, this is a nightmare. There's nothing better than getting back to the hotel room at 3 a.m. and being like, where's the room service menu? Oh, I'm, I'll have to take a picture of the QR code on the TV screen. Got it. Okay. You have to download the app. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. hotel's yeah app. download the hotel app. My internet just went out, I guess. So that's that was the issue. Um, but I'm back. You just know they're in like expensive sweatpants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the Apple TV screensavers always like going in the background <laughs> like like protein shake like i don't know powder okay shake. okay now now you're now you're atta- okay now so, you're attacking so just us. now you're attacking us. <laughs> let me let me go let me go back a second the chris's internet cut out and and emma and i were talking about how uh various members of the los angeles dodgers baseball team uh allegedly live at the americana which is an outdoor shopping mall in glendale um, everyone in LA knows what it is, but if you're in another part of the world, you don't, but it's a, it, the, the type of person you would think would live at a mall might not be, you know, these baseball players who make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Why? And I, I guess they live there just for travel reasons. Cause they're always off, you know, they're always I feel like gone. I feel like in New York you live in, when you're like that, you live in just any building with a doorman. You know what I mean? But because that doesn't really exist in LA, I feel like maybe <laughs> the mall is the only place. Oh, yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't know if a Dodgers pitcher is gonna spend one point five on the Los Feliz Towers. That might not be his scene. There is a the my routine used to be my friend and I would go to Din Tai Fung, and then we go to the Samsung Galaxy store in in America and do <laughs> virtual reality. Yeah, ride the stairs <laughs> like they let you do it for free, but. It's, it's, COVID, COVID put an end to that. COVID fucked up your VR. We lost your fucking budget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was the thing that you guys would do like once a month. You go get some soup dumplings and then do VR goggles at the Samsung store. You're a grown adult, right? Probably twice a month at least. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's like such uncanny valley, the Americana. It's fucking creepy. But I like it. Uh huh. But I, I I like the picture you're painting of the Dodger living there and the expensive sweatpants and the Apple TV screen server is always on. The refrigerator is just filled with like water and protein, like the grossness of like a protein shake, like that. Whey powders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're not the type of person who's going to have a smoothie that has a lot of supplements and powders in it. I'm assoothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, natural. What kind of smoothie? Are you making a smoothie at home? Or are you going out? I make smoothies at home, but I only make one kind. Break it down, girlfriend. Is it like a Jamba Juice vibe? Because that's what you're giving. <laughs> no, I'm giving a Jamba Juice vibe. It's an apple. It's an apple juice base with several fruits, um, and it's 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 good. How many scoops of ice cream do you put in it? <laughs> I use Soylicious actually ice cream. It's be- it's thicker. <laughs> no, um, it's spinach, coconut water. Frozen mango, ginger, 
lime. Yeah, this is actually Carolyn makes a very similar smoothie. Yeah, this it's giving island. It's giving island vibes, which I don't mm-hmm. love personally. Island vibes. Yeah, I feel like one yeah. like you add a little salt in there, and I'm marinating my chicken in that, honey. That sounds pretty it, good. Tequila, no, mango, it, lime, <laughs> chicken. If yeah, it feels like you need to add tequila to it. Is what it feels like. It feels like an island delicacy. Did you know that like you're, you're, at, at Whole Foods you can buy frozen coconut water sticks for the smoothie? Oh, I didn't know that. It, it'll, it's going to up your game. All right. If you're looking for a different mouthfeel. Okay. I'll go to the the 365 or I guess it's now regular Whole Foods. Yeah, it it's is. It's just a bad, it's just a lesser Whole Foods. It's a very strange brand pivot from them. And I, I don't fully understand it. They fucked up. You guys know the one on Glendale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently the 365 thing just like didn't work at all. So they just changed them all to Whole Foods, but didn't change the interior whatsoever. Uh, my friend likes it because he's like, you know, the there's no like tall aisles it's all the short ones and he's like you could scan it instantly and see who you want to fuck like right away <laughs> like an instant if you're tall enough it really helps with that you know Erewhon's too uh damn is, is is your homie piping from whole foods that much yeah <laughs> what? so normally you go into a supermarket and you can't see over and you have you know yeah, beauty lies just around every corner, but he can walk in and be like, "No, let's go to the next one." Mm-hmm. And uh, has he ever been with you when you both walk in, maybe after doing a hike at Runyon, and you go in and he scans the room and he's like, "Got one," and you're like, oh, "Here he goes again." <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got action at the hot bar, something like that, you know. Well, that's the problem, Jason. There's not even a hot bar at that broke ass Whole Foods, you know. What's his name, Emma? Let's give him a shout out. Alex. Okay. Right, Alex, shout out to shout, sure Alex. Shout out to Alex. Has a great song on his Raya profile. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Raya elder. He's a Raya elder, sure. first generation. Yeah, he's because he was like an original user. Yeah, I just feel like there's you know the Raya elders. They've been around for too fucking long. So know? is this guy? Is this guy Australian <laughs> or a photographer or both? That's a good good guess. <laughs> No, it's it's like when you're when you're on a Delta flight and you're scrolling through the movies and you're like, I can't look at this yeah. this title anymore. I've seen it five thousand times. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. He's dated every vitamin water ambassador <laughs> in Los Angeles. Nobody nobody can tame him. Like, Ladies, somebody's gonna lock Alex down. We got to get him off the roster. I like that. He's like, yeah, I'll try a sample. Why not? What's your name? <laughs> it's like it's like on Twitter when it says like you. Happy like thirteenth Twitter anniversary. Mm-hmm. He he gets those yeah. for Raya as well. I know someone else who's like a Raya elder who is about to have like twins. Okay. With like a Raya person, and it's just like I feel like that is what <laughs> happens to you when you get to the end of Raya. They're just like you, know, you have to have fucking twins. You get you get like, uh, set up in an, an arranged marriage with somebody whether you like yeah. it or not, and you have to have twins. Yeah. Do you think he's happy about this? <laughs> the twins. Yeah, let's be. Let's keep it one hundred. Nobody's he, ever he, happy about having twins. I'm a twin. Was he banking on zero w- or one? I don't know. It's like the woman he's having the twins with also has children, like from a previous relationship. Oh hell no! So he's gonna raise another Instantly, man's baby too. Mm-hmm. You go from being like a Raya dude who's just like you know on the circuit. 
and then you have like fucking instantly like five children. I think it's an amazing, it's an amazing like morality tale. So his 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 penis bones go from being constantly bruised, <laughs> worn and torn, to now just preserved in in loose sight, never to be yeah. used again. And just like hang it from the rafters. Five children, like enjoy. That's a big lifestyle <laughs> change. That's a very big lifestyle change. This sounds like a good idea for a book, Emma. If you ask me, I know. I know there's a writer strike going on right now that doesn't affect you, but does it affect you at all? No, I wish it did. I wish I had an excuse not to do shit. I, 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 <laughs> I thought you, but you've sold all your books. Like all the rights have been sold off a couple times, but they just has anything been made or no? No, nothing's been made. I feel like that's the. With any of that stuff, I kind of just don't believe that it exists. Yeah, I could because mm-hmm. I could see I, I I could see a Claire Danes. You know what I mean? Like I could see it. I could see these things working. I I, I, th- I feel like the guest is going to get made into a movie, or or at least an HBO series. I feel like one of the prostitutes <laughs> from White Lotus has got a has to play our protagonista. <laughs> who 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 would you have in mind if you were to cast her? I don't know. I was at a party recently and. A, a celebrity-ish person like was like, oh my God, I just read The Guest and I have the best casting idea ever. She was like, not not right now, but like 10 years ago. And she's like, Lena Dunham. And I was like, bro, <laughs> no. I was like, what? Like you are, it was like one of the wildest. I was like, is this person trolling me in some like high level way? I, I love I love a casting choice of ten years ago version of somebody. Yeah. So like it's it's it fully impossible. Yeah. What kind yeah. of advice is that? Wow, that's good. I mean, we love we love Lena, ex guest of the show, but I don't know if I would picture her in this role as a Hamptons temptress. How did now? What now? When that happens, do you handle it like, oh yeah, that would be sick, or do you try to, or do you say no, that's a bad idea? Well, I'm just like haha wrong yeah i'm such a yeah just let it that's that's a that's a better way to do it yeah i mean i think i could see it i could see it on hbo but yeah i would love to see a nice minx you know take over that role i have a lot of connections to minxes only to young hollywood just let me know (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) like every book you've written has been optioned for a film and it's just sort of sitting in purgatory right yeah (laughs) <laughs> you and you obviously made money from all of that yeah right well are you are you doing any shit on the low to earn some extra cash like what ghostwriting the chanel perfume ad you know type vibe no no punching up some housewives i like this you're just you're, you're yeah you're just doing your thing i like it you're just it's old school i just write books all you <laughs> losers can do all this other little shit like I ain't, I ain't writing for BuzzFeed, guys. Like I'm over here. I don't even have electricity I, at my house. Goddamn it! You think I'm gonna work for BuzzFeed? <laughs> <laughs> I just got Wi-Fi last year. I write this shit by hand. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, Emma, what kind of candle and soap do we have in the guest bath? I have a candle. I think you didn't. Irina come on the show. Yeah, yeah. Love Irina. Oh yeah, yeah. My friend Irina brought me a candle from Flamingo Estate. <laughs> Which I think is like somebody needs to write about that place. 
because it's so bizarre. No, the New York Times wrote about it and chronicled the fact that they just got $8 million of investment. So that that's the only thing I've seen, but I would love to see a deep dive gumshoe yeah. get in there. I think it's a really odd. Can I ask you a question? Do you think Arena paid for that or do you think it was free and then she re-gifted? I think she got it for free. Yeah, it feels and like she that. she re-gifted. So you have a tomato candle burning, just really stinking up the house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, soap, I just get a big, like, uh, Dr. Bronner's thing. You just put it in. Okay. Yeah, that feels appropriately crunchy for you. You you know, like Nor NorCal, like, oh, yeah, I just love this stuff. <laughs> it's hemp, actually. Emma, I think we made it to the end. You feel okay? I can't believe it. I was dreading this so much. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I made it so difficult to. Emma, could you apologize to all the listeners, please? I'm sorry <laughs> to all the listeners. Uh, I, I'm not sure why, but yeah. For, just for everything. I am sorry. <laughs> was it pain? Was it painful for you, or do you think? Would you think it was fun? No, like like most things that I dread, it actually was totally fine and pleasant and fun. Great. Oh, fun too. Thank you for adding that in for us at the end there. I can tell you're lying again, but that's okay. <laughs> Throw us a courtesy fun. Emma, Emma Klein, thank you for joining us. You guys have probably read most of the books, but if not, the guest is is the newest one. It's in stores now. Uh, it's the hottest book of the summer. Like I said, I'm waiting to see Haley Bieber and you know Kendall Jenner on the yacht. You know, reading their copies. How did you choose the colors for the cover on that, Emma? Um, <laughs> that actually was the cover was a big thing. Uh, it was kind of between that green and like a um, purple. I don't know green. The designer was like, no one ever picks the green. And we're like, let's go with the green. That's interesting. That's interesting you say that. It does mimic our podcast colors quite closely. So maybe your designer is. Oh, yeah. Know. I didn't want to say, actually, it was we just copied <laughs> your guys' podcast colors. Maybe we should have had the designer on the pod and said to really grill him, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He could he could speak for himself. No, thank you. Thank you for joining us. The books are all great. Um, we're it was both, a pleasure. We're both big fans. I'm glad we can make it happen. Thanks, guys. We'll get some Din Tai Fung on the books with Carolyn, all right? <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, Emma. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye.